watching prohibition fall down. Alright guys, what's up? You know we're covering heavy shit on the show with DUIs. Uh, this is an important subject. Cannabis are, DUIs. Yes, people are getting screwed out there. I found this article titled, Michigan Police Seek a New Way to Identify Stone Drivers. So I thought, hey, we know a guy in Michigan. So got a, got a hold of Todd there, man. How you doing, man? Welcome to the show. We've had you actually on the show before, so it's oh, good to have you back. Hang on, this is Todd Levitt, attorney at law, yeah, man. Sorry, sorry. If I ever get arrested in Michigan, this is the guy I'm going to call, man. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, brother? Hey, it's, it's great to be back with uh, Scotty Real, the dude, and the rest of the cast of characters here in the DGC. Thanks yeah, for having great. me back, guys. Well, yeah, man. First off, shout out your podcast, man. You got a specific, uh, you do a lot of cannabis law on your on your show, man. What's the name of your show, brother? Yeah, so I have a weekly radio show on a classic rock station, 95WUPS, right. and it's uploaded as a podcast with some extras. Uh, it's That's called, why you play all that classic rock. Now I get it. Yeah, because it's a radio show, so we can get away with that. So it's called the Todd Levitt, L-E-V-I-T-T, Marijuana Law Podcast. And I am stoked that you guys from the DGC, the dude, Scotty Real, are coming in the mothership uh, yeah, Sunday. Stoked. We're going to be hanging, absolutely. But we're going to be danking for sure. You know, there's so much going on with with cannabis and DUIs and it scares the shit out of me. Yeah, let me just start to, let me, let me season it here. There you go, This is what got our attention here. This is state police on October 1st explained the agencies, and this is in Michigan, oral fluid roadside analysis pilot program. They're launching it statewide. So this isn't, this is a, to try and get enough, say, hey, this is working. This is working. Let's implement this shit into law. This uh, oral fluid roadside is testing for six classifications, amphetamines, benzodiaphines, cocaine, methamphetamines, opiates, and THC. And can't you drive better on some of those? <laughs> well, I always say we need three lanes. We've got the, the fast lane, the slow lane, and then the toking lane. We just need a lane for tokers here in the state of Michigan, just chillaxing up and down the ditch, as I call it, up and down the highways. So you're, you're correct. In Michigan, it's, it's, we have right now 100 officers, law enforcement officers, who have been trained uh, and they call themselves the, you know, drug recognition experts. So okay. these officers are trained as DREs and they're supposed to identify uh, certain behaviors or character traits that are more frequent in individuals who use certain, you know, legal and or illegal substances or are abusing a legal substance that someone has a script for. And the big issue is, obviously with the THC levels, you know, Michigan at first since 2008 medical marijuana state. And uh, as of November 1st, by the way, uh, the state of Michigan's taken applications for those businesses and individuals who are looking to open up recreational businesses. So we're a legal state, full throttle, full ahead. Yeah, I heard. I, I did want to talk to you about that because, I mean, I see that in other uh, states. I'm, I'm from Florida originally. But, I keep an eye on it. It just seems like, you know, there's a few people now. As far as like right. Michigan now, a lot but, of people are making money in that free market. I hope it stays that way. Yeah, so here's my big bitch about this whole issue with these these oral fluid tests because the test in Michigan is an oral fluid test. Sure. And it's, it's been proven that there's no correlation between, you know, THC and impairment. In fact, I Thank mean, you. what they should be uh, focusing in on is a driver's, you know, impairment, not swabbing, you know, their fluid. Well, that's their what mouth. the DREs are for, correct? They train these hundred DREs. Granted, they say that's probably not enough to cover the state. And that's what I've always said and preached on the show. Look, isn't isn't it law enforcement's job to 
prove impairment? And don't they already have a lot of tools to do that? As, you know, the ro- some of the roadside stuff, this and that, uh, other than just saying, hey, I'm, I need some of your saliva. And then it gets me concerned about false positives. We've all had covered stories on this equipment not working properly, um, turning people, you know, and turning their lives upside yeah. down. Over a machine so here's function, here's right? the problem. And it's it's tenfold. First off, how how it works in, in the state of Michigan is first, first, it's a mouth swab. That's the first step. And the second step is, you know, they're going to it's a they have an analyzed handheld unit. So they're going to analyze this your saliva in right. this handheld unit, uh, whether it's positive or negative for certain levels of THC, which we know, you know, obviously no one knows better than the dude in Scotty Real that, you know, THC can stay in your system, you know, for up to 30 days, if not longer, uh, sir, you know, and, and the third, uh, the third step in the process is that uh, if the individual's failing uh, the second step, then they're going to send it on to Michigan State Police Lab. Now, I agree with you. I've been a defense attorney for 26 freaking years, 12 in the city of Detroit alone before I moved up here to the great north in the middle of the Mitten. Right. And I have dealt with false positives, with uh, people eating certain types of food, uh, certain cologne. I represent a lot of the blue collar industry, our great men and women out there who are all of our iron workers, our directional drillers, our truck drivers. I represent so many good men and women. And a lot of these individuals, they work with chemicals. They work with, you know, fluids and lubricants and turpentines. And I cannot tell you as an attorney how many times I've had to go up against the state and the government and Big Brother in arguing that the test that my client took had nothing to do with the consumption of alcohol or any THC in their system, that it was due to the faulty mechanics of these blow and go devices that have existed well, well, here for years. What's going to want the juries be the ones that, that end this though. If enough cases go, we have enough precedents that, well, that they're like, look, juries just aren't convicting these juries people. fucking expensive, man. And you better select the right people on the jury, man. I don't know. Todd can probably tell you better than anything. Yeah. A lot of ju- juries are tricky. So you gotta be real careful. But in Michigan, I, I, I can say this in Michigan, I have seen, uh, since we became a medical state in the beginning in 2008, law enforcement was going crazy. People were being stopped left and right uh, and convicted of operating with the presence of a controlled substance. And back then it was zero tolerance. So you Jesus. couldn't have any levels of THC in your system. I mean, you could have if you had one nanogram in your system, then that was enough to convict you to something that was similar to uh, an operating while visibly impaired under Michigan Motor Vehicle Code. It's insane. And then as you move forward in Michigan, we passed the Michigan Medical Marijuana Facilities Licensing Act, and law enforcement started kind of pulling back on their reins. And now that we're a recreational state, I I can tell you that I haven't seen as many cases over the last two, three, four years of people being stopped and harassed because you know, of, of marijuana cases. But my fear is that because of all the revenue that the courts, law enforcement, the state, the counties, right. the drug testing facilities, all the revenue that has been lost because of legalization, that they're going to look for ways to make up that revenue. And my fear is your fear. It's your listener's fear that they're going to use these tests to stomp on, you know, everybody's constitutional rights that are already stomped on enough by the higher courts in this country. So I'm concerned as an attorney in the analysis and the science behind this mouth swab, guys. Right, right. I think it's, I mean, look, it's coming. There's going to be a point in time where there's going to be a roadside test that's going to pass, you know, muster. But it's not going to be, I think, for years to come. And there's going to be a lot of issues. There's going to be attorneys out there fighting the good fight for, you know, yeah, well, but that's what we need there. is you guys out there fighting the good fight. I, mean, I encourage any attorney. What we were talking about is a pro bono. Man, take care of this shit. 
Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I just don't roll over, man. They're like the Pot Brothers. Big shout out to the Pot Brothers. You know, shut the fuck up. Fight the good fight. Sure, sure. But I mean, so what happens? So first off, if you need a DRE, some specially trained cop to come over and tell you that you're impaired, how fucked up can you be? You know I mean, so here's the, the issue. Get... Here's yeah. the issue. Yes. Most of my clients, you know, that get stopped uh, on, on the roadside right. are not stopped for speeding or reckless driving or careless. They're pulled over because of a tail light, yeah, of a you're brake light that. out, Freaking or the hanging shit in the hang, windshield. Hanging shit in the windshield. Right. You know, here's what I always tell everybody out there on our show. Don't scream loud and proud, hey, pull me over. Right. Make sure your lights are working. You don't have crack windshield. Don't have anything dangling from the dangling rear view mirror also. That's a, that's a giveaway with a air freshener. So huh. a lot of these individuals are not pulled over for any impairment whatsoever. Now, let's say, for instance, dude, you're working 12-hour shift. You're driving down the highway. Yeah, you're a little sure. bit tired, and you didn't know your plate lights out. You get pulled over. The officer approaches your vehicle and says, hey, dude, you know, because he, maybe he hears the show. He says, <laughs> hey, dude, and recognizes you. He says, you know, your eyes look a little glossy. Mm, why don't you step out and take this mouth swab? Right then and there's an attorney. Boom. Hell no. Well, right I got a good question. Now. Can I say, what, what point do I get to this say, and I think this was from the Pop Brothers, am I, am I being detained, officer, or am I free to go? Isn't there a certain amount of time, and is it at a nationwide level, just to, I know I'm changing the subject, uh-huh. but an officer can actually sit there and continue to talk to you? Don't they have a time limit? So here's the good news. I mean, if there is good news out there, recent higher court cases have ruled if an officer stops a motor vehicle for a basic traffic stop, tail light speeding, right. after the initial investigation, if nothing else is, uh, dis- is discovered, that officer has to let that driver go about his or her way. So if an officer pulls you over, dude, and starts asking you questions beyond the initial traffic stop and is prolonged, and at some point, 10, 15 minutes later, now he or she is in your vehicle and they find something illegal or they investigate you because you're operating while impaired with THC, I would argue it's unconstitutional that the courts have ruled that after a reasonable amount of time, that's where the law is going to come in. How do you define reasonable amount of time? Uh, the officer has to let you go about your way. Yeah, I just see them. They definitely try to sometimes talk. You know, the more they talk to you, the, the more the more you say, the guilty you potentially are. So Absolutely. yeah, watch that shit. But here's a concern: this officer doesn't know you. How does the officer know you didn't work all day and your eyes were glossy from where you work? It's true. How does the officer know you don't have slurred speech? And the reason why your speech is slurred is because you have a speech impediment. How does the officer know you didn't previously have individuals in your motor vehicle? Were medical card holders got, in the states out there were totally medical, and they were the ones smoking. Go on, man. Go on. I got a good I'm one. Just, these are all things that I use in court I love when it. cross-examining officers. I have these questions, and they're serious. I appreciate you. I mean, you think I got a, I've had a couple cannabis busts on my record, and God damn, do you want to go talk to your lawyer and hear some good news for him, man? You want a little bit of creativity <laughs> out of them. So, yeah, I appreciate a good cannabis lawyer, brother. Yeah, man. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. And you know something in the state of Michigan, as, as we mentioned earlier, you know, we have a hundred now DRE experts, you know, drug mm. recognition experts. And in, in our, the community in which I live in practice, we have one. And I got to be honest with you, the officer who's trained in, in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, he's a stand up guy. I've never had any problems with him. He does his job at a high professional level. It's a problem, so I, man. It's a problem I, have everybody's faith, fucking... I have faith that he's going to, you know, not, you know, sorry, I don't know what I'm saying, but yeah, that's all I want to say. Okay. I, I want to say that 
That is the problem, is that every stand-up guy needs a fucking paycheck, and they take a, a cop or somebody that needs a, a job will take a paycheck, and they'll do shitty things for that paycheck. Cops, are, they have to raise revenue. Uh, every, every cop's, uh, you know, every whatever, uh, superintendent's job is to grow their department, man, like any other executive. And yeah, they've lost, they're losing shit. a lot of revenue, and it's all about the money, ain't it? Yeah. Damn thing funny. Like any it's other about the business. Money. It's about the revenue, man. Like any it's other about executives. the money. Agreed, money. And, and think of all the money they've lost from, you know, recreational uh, cannabis in all the states such as Michigan that are now recreational. Help states. me understand I mean, that. I don't I don't understand how that equates to losing money. I know Michigan didn't have the best economy. All of a sudden, everybody's able to grow their own cannabis, trade it on the free market. And I would imagine there's plenty of new cars going around, plenty of fixed up homes. Am I crazy? Michigan's economy has been pretty strong now for probably more than a decade. Okay. I'm only saying I probably haven't watched the news in more than a decade. Yeah. In fact, in fact, you know, but here's where the revenue is lost. Okay. Each year there's thousands and thousands of possession cases where individuals with their constitutional rights were just stomped on, you know, caught with a gram. And because of that, you know, they're on probation for a period of one year, Mm. random crazy drug testing, color coded testing, fines and costs. Up to a thousand dollars for the courts, and you have a lawyer. I don't want to be a hypocrite. That, you got to hire a lawyer. Then you got insurance rates. I mean, everybody's in on you it. You got to go to drug school. But how the fuck is that a revenue stream? I don't understand how that's a revenue stream in a free country. Is incarcerating people and putting them in in uh, uh, on probation? That's a revenue yeah. stream. I mean, you would. You, it shouldn't be. No. And, it, and, it, and it's no longer going to be. But if they, if uh, you know, the government has their way with these, you know, new THC tests that are are going to be expanding across the country, we're going to have some more problems out there. And again, there's just no correlation between impairment and THC. Thank you. I mean, they can't prove it. And and that's the problem. I think they should focus more on sobriety and someone's physical traits and characteristics when they pull someone over more so than having them swab something, which I'm concerned about, right. you know, DNA and people's privacy rights under the Fourth Amendment. That's what I was saying. Like, don't thing, you, I heard some places... You need like a warrant to get blood. I'm like, I mean, what? It's my saliva, punk man. You can't t- like give me a warrant. Oh, Take my saliva. Freaked out, man. <laughs> well, after an if an officer follows the standard set forth in the state of Michigan with the 12 step evaluation test, the or- oral fluid test, and he or she requests that you submit to the chemical test at the hospital, if you refuse that blood test, then you're going to lose your ability to operate a motor vehicle for a period of one year in the state of Michigan. It's no called questions an asked. No attorney. Action. No, just done. Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. So they, 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 they'll get you bro. here. Or they'll get you there. But, uh, you know, you just got to be careful. You have to know your rights. It all comes down to knowing your rights. Well, we, so I, we appreciate you coming on here and helping us know our rights. The DGC, especially the DGC is running strong in Michigan. Shout Absolutely. out to all you guys. You know, we love you guys here in the great state of Michigan, the admitted state. No. <laughs> it's just it's like, oh, it's like a scary word for me. Like, damn, what are we creating? We're creating goodness, man. We're getting information from people like Todd here to help you all know your rights. Um, shout out to where people can find you, Todd, if they need to, hopefully just to say hi. And that's it. Yeah, the uh, check me out, check out the uh, podcast, the Todd Levitt Marijuana Law Podcast. Love it, love it, L E V I T T. Love it, love it, Marijuana yeah. Law Podcast. Big yeah. fan of the DGC. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, I'm gonna be calling you. We're doing. A, I'm trying to run uh, just to understand the different laws in different states. And so, Megan, I made a guide for California with the, the help of a couple of friends. I want to learn about Michigan, the grow laws, the plant count, uh, all that kind of stuff, man. Maybe you'll give me a, another interview, sir. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, starting 
uh, November 1st. Do you want me to tell yeah. you this stuff? Yeah, tell me. So starting November 1st, the state of Michigan uh, is now, through the uh, Michigan Regulatory Agency, accepting applications for marijuana licensing under the Marijuana Regulation Taxation Act, right. otherwise known as Prop 1 that was passed uh, last November of 2018. Sure. And there's a two-step process. So first, got to get pre-qualified. Uh, and then step two is establishing the actual license that you're applying for. There's different ty- types of licenses. Um, we got the Class A marijuana grower. And now, now remember, in Michigan, we've been a medical state. So there's individuals out there who already obtained approval to grow under the medical sure. uh, rules and regulations. Sure. So now uh, these medical licensees can now apply for recreational licenses. Now, to be eligible uh, for uh, recreational, um, there's certain licenses that did not first have to be medical. So there's certain individuals, if you want a certain type of license, you first had to have a medical first. All right, all right. Well, yeah, we're gonna look forward to talking to you soon, Todd. Uh, friend of the DGC. Yeah. And all you out there, stay dangerous, but safe behind the wheel, uh, especially when they be watching, all right? Jeez, just don't get caught. Love <laughs> the DJC. Thanks, guys. Take it out. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a tune. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bomb. Some people start their day off with a pill. To do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it out of me